and he maybe every single person in that press conference asked him the same question. Uh, they spread everyone out so everyone could go ask individual questions at all different times. But everybody asked Jaden Reed about what was going on with that ball in the back of the end zone that hit him right in the hands and he dropped. I I was talking to some people after the game and I said, man, I mean, he had a, he had a he had a good game. He had a couple catches. He had a touchdown, but. You have to make that catch. Yeah, you're Jaden Reed. He dude. fully acknowledged it. He was like, he was like, I'm not blaming it on the wind. He was like, stuff was moving all over the place, but we knew that. I saw it in warmups. He was like, I just didn't look it in. He was like, it hit me right in the hands. Yeah. He was like, I should have caught that. So, yeah. definitely taking accountability there. And then the defensive side of the ball looked very good for Michigan State. Um, Van Sumeren, ten tackles. Halliday, nine tackles. Brule, uh, five tackles and one and a half, or and a sack. Um, I mean, when your linebackers are playing that good, that is very positive for this team, especially missing their best linebacker. Right. Um, and then the defensive backs, my only take on them is they love to hit people. Uh, Kendall Brooks, Xavier Henderson, Charles Brantley, they love hitting people. Like I I know they get they get, all of them get beat in coverage here and there, but if there's a tackle, they are going to try to ruin someone's day. Um, and that's always fun. But the, I guess the only th- spot that I think Michigan State didn't succeed in was their extra point and kicking unit. Um, Which is tough on a day like that. Yeah, Ben Patton hits a 21-yarder into the wind, but then rings an extra point off the upright right. with the wind at his back. Um, it doesn't help when the coaching staff took a delay game. Oh, and, yeah. that losing five yards and then called their timeout I wasn't even and gonna, then throw the ball. I wasn't even talking. Yeah, I wasn't even going to talk about the Clock management. Yeah, Horrible. clock management was pretty bad. Um, Horrible. Yeah, it was really bad at the end. Um, but throughout the game, I, I thought there was a lot of positives for Michigan State. Uh, I think it's a good place to go from. And I said it earlier, if they could pick up Illinois or Penn State, this team is very much able to get to a bowl game this year. So, Matt, who impressed you the most in this win? Was it Scotty Hazleton? Was it someone on the field? Who, who was what, impressive was it, for Michigan State? Was it State? me on our halftime show? It was. We, we had a great halftime show. I just <laughs> want to throw that out there. Um, I think, first and foremost, I the players, I mean, obviously the players play and they win and lose football games, but the coaching staff tried their hardest. The offense and the clock management from Mel Tucker did their best job to try and lose that game at times. Fourth and one. Sneak it. Sneak it. Quarterback sneak it. Just try it once. Stop running uh, runs out of the shotgun on fourth and goal at the one. Just sneak it. Try that. Um, play calling was atrocious yesterday. Um, but I thought the offensive line was great. That was probably the best they've played as a unit all year, even without Jarrett Horst, which he did, just didn't. I don't know if you guys ever heard why he wasn't playing injury-wise, but I we think nothing there was that unsportsmanlike conduct early in the game. I think it was that, on like the was, second series, and, and I was like, I'm, "It's Jared Horst." And it wasn't. It's it gotta was, be. It wasn't even a penalty. I watched the, the refs in the game yesterday were garbage both ways. Um, there were a lot of questionable calls. The one Jaden Reed catch, he was very much in bounds. Uh, the there were two. I believe I, on that one, uh, which we didn't get in the booth, uh, but I guess he didn't. He caught yeah, it in bounce, but he when he hit the ground, the ground, he lost it. Yeah, I remember we we turned up the BS. we turned up the crowd mic during the game yesterday to hear the referee, but the crowd would just went ballistic when they overturned it. They couldn't hear what the ref said. Yeah. Um, I thought the defense played very well. Uh, I, I think actually having four D tackles on the line actually helped their chances at stopping the run 
which they, I mean, uh, Chase Brown, I don't, I don't know what he finished with yesterday, but I know he ran for over 100 yet, again, but he, he wasn't. Had, but he, he didn't gash you. He had 36 like, carries. 33. 33 carries for 136. I tweeted when he had 31, and he had thir- 135. So Michigan State on his last, oh, I guess two rushes, they held him to one yard. It's still pretty good. <laughs> still, that's uh, he didn't gash you that is like Blake Corum did a week ago. I thought... The secondary was better. Amir Speed looked lost yesterday, but I thought overall the secondary was better. Xavier Henderson makes a difference on that secondary, and that just the defense in general. Like I didn't want to say early in the year that him being hurt made that much of a difference on the defense. I take that back. Who I, said it though? I think you said. It. <laughs> and I will, I, I will admit that in the this is not what I saw yesterday was a nine and was a nine and three eight and four football team for Michigan State. Wow! I, I, yes, I that agree. That's a good. Like a nine, that's like a good. Nine, that's a good segue team. into the next part that I want to get to because I put down on the show sheet the question: Does this win mean much for the bigger picture of the season? And I'll start because here's the thing: after the loss to Michigan, after all the unsettled craziness with the fight, and yes, currently unsettled, eight players are suspended. That's probably not the only news we're going to hear from that situation the rest of the season. There is legal action that can happen here. Um, There's stuff that's going to go on with Michigan. I'm sure there's going to be tunnel stuff when Ohio State and Michigan play each other. Um, They're playing in the shoe this year. Still, you know, it's Michigan. Um, But this was enjoyable to watch. It was you know, it, it it feels good. It's like that that clip from The Office where Kevin says it just feels good to win one. You know, and that's what this was. Does this inspire me to view this as a good football team? No. Does this make me think they're going to win out? No. Do I even give much credit to this win because of the opponent? I really don't. You got no. no listen, listen, listen here though. Listen here though. Illinois, best defense in the country, 17 second-half points allowed all season, blah-de-blah, hoop-de-hoo, woo-de-woo, whatever. I have three words for you. Big Ten West. I don't care about Illinois. Illinois. Michigan State beating Illinois on the road as a ranked win for, on the road for Mel Tucker is the same thing as Alabama beating Cincinnati in the playoff last year. Nobody cares. They're ranked because they haven't lost. You have to just move them up if they don't lose. It doesn't matter. They were 7-1. and one. Their only loss was by one to Indiana. So now you look at it, that's an Illinois team who has lost to two bad Big Ten East teams, Indiana and Michigan State. Who have they beaten this year? Who has Illinois beaten? Give me their big win. Virginia. Iowa. Thank you. Thank you. That's my point. Virginia. I don't this Iowa win, in a, a nine this win, what was it, it nine six. It yeah. is I am happy Shootout. that Michigan State won. I'm glad they got the monkey off their back. I'm glad that they could turn things around after all the chaos and stupidness that happened in Ann Arbor last week. But I don't care about this win. This is not a good Illinois football team. I never bought into Illinois. They're probably going to be out of the top 25, if not pretty darn close when the rankings come out. This isn't a team who was going to you know, maybe upset Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. This is just a bad football team. It's a Big Ten West team. It's the same every year. We see Wisconsin do it. We see Minnesota do it. It was Iowa last year. Sometimes it's Purdue. It's the exact same thing we see in the Big Ten West. This is the issue with the Big Ten. There's no competition on the west side of the conference compared to the east. And this I, I just this win doesn't do it for me for Michigan State. They're much closer to getting to a bowl game. Now they just got to win two out of the last three. 
I'm not saying that's going to happen. Indiana's a team that I think definitely can beat Michigan You're State. I, I, that's crazy. I think I think Penn State is still going to be playing for something, yeah, and they're okay. going to have the, the whiteout. Penn State one I, I would give you because it's in Happy Valley. Do it's, you think that Rutgers team we saw last night doesn't want to come beat Michigan which State? Which Rutgers team? First half Rutgers yeah. or second half the Rutgers? Half the first Rutgers half Rutgers shouldn't even been in that game. No, yeah, no they, they did not deserve to be in that game. They, okay, Michigan they dominated that entire yes. game. The score was they not indicative punch, of the game. Touchdown. Also, I will say, and I, actually, I'm not even going to say it because it has to do with Michigan and it's not important right now. But I'm just, I, there's a certain player in that game that I still think is overrated over out of my mind, and it. Anyways. Well, we can get into him later Michigan, if you we can want. Get into later, but, but. Uh, my pushback on that is Michigan State could have played Northwestern at home, and a win would have been huge for them at this point in the season. That Last week was an inflection point on not just this season, but Mel Tucker's tenure at Michigan State dealing with that and the way the players came out. They came out, and they, they are still bought in. Right. They, they proved right. it. They, they proved it on the field. They went. That place was packed yesterday. That place was loud. That's a team that... They were they were in Illinois. I don't know who they were, but behind me they were talking playoff. And I'm right. now that they're that's <laughs> not true. But I'm saying this is a no. team that if they no they yeah. weren't. I, they, yes, it was they, true. But I'm saying this is a team that they are. This is a that's a proud Illinois, Illinois team. could win they, every game by fifty and wouldn't get in the I playoffs. Yeah, yes, I'm just would. saying. I'm just saying the, they the would buzz, have to beat Michigan and Ohio State. The, the buzz around the buzz around Illinois. This is not. It's not a team that just this this that Illinois team is a team that came out and they they. But this is a classic over-ranked team who just hasn't lost. That's what I'm saying. I don't care what their ranking is. They could have beat Northwestern at home by a field goal, and it would have been a big win for them. Any win would have been big for Michigan State. They won a road conference game against what happened to be a top-16 team in the country. Is Illinois a world-beater? No, but they They were number number 13 in the coaches' poll. As as bad as the Big Ten West is, there's a lot of— There's a a lot of— the Big Ten West is not great. I'm not going to sit here and say there's an elite team there, but Illinois hadn't lost, has not lost to a Big Ten West opponent. They have dominated their their division. That's not special. But you still went on the road, beat a top 16 team in the country. When you're 16 going into November, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. You're a pretty good. I'm just telling you right now. You guys can come for me all you want in about four weeks. What do you always if say the, about if Vegas? the Big Ten West is within five touchdowns of the Big Ten no, East in the, in the conference be, championship? Because Michigan or Ohio State is going to is going to beat That's Illinois my by point. a lot. That's my point. But, I, but we're not I, talking I, about I, Michigan. I'm Ohio not State. comparing we're about, them. To, we're talking about to Michigan one of those State, teams. who just lost to their rival on the road, had eight defensive players get suspended, and went out and shut down the don't best me, rushing attack in the country. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is not. A big win for Michigan State. This is important for them, like I said, to get the monkey off their back, to kind of right the ship and start anew after everything bad that happened last week. But like I said before, last week is also not over. That's not behind us. There are many people in the Michigan camp and even here at Michigan State who are still not satisfied with the consequences that those eight players are dealing with. If you take your football helmet off and swing it at somebody's head, I don't mind if that person wants to be prosecuted or if they want to prosecute that person. Yeah, but that doesn't if, have to... Oh, that's, okay. that, is, that is using a football piece of equipment as a weapon to harm another human being, okay? Th- this is not over. And so, yes, it is nice to get the win. It is nice to talk about football, actually, for once. But th- there's just nothing here for me that inspires me so much because it's Illinois. It's the Big Ten West. But, but what happened yesterday, as far as I know, those players that were suspended are not a part of the program right now. I guess they're still on the team. They're but still they students. But they aren't you allowed to go. You want to get out of school? 
No, that's not. But, but I, well, <laughs> if fine. you want to swing a, a helmet at one someone, one person or, swung a helmet. You want all eight of them? That's no, not what my, I'm saying. My point, you said they're still students. I'm just saying. The thing is, but those guys, as far as I'm concerned, are not a part of the football program right now. So for those boys that still are, they went out with dealing with all the crap they've had to listen to all week. Social went out media. and won a Big Ten road game against a top 16 team in the country. You can't take that away. That is big. As much as as crap had, as this season has been. They still buckled down, could have given up, and went out and beat a top fifteen yeah, team in they, the country. There's, I, they is their season saved? Maybe they make a bowl game. Great, they go to the quick lane bowl or the guaranteed rate bowl. But just from a program standpoint, that shows a lot about the players that are still playing for Michigan State right now. They had, they could have went out there and lost by 25, 30 points, and people wouldn't have been surprised by that. I don't think in the national scope of things, just because. Especially especially after you lose Jacob Slade for the entire second half against the best rushing attack in the country, and he was a preseason All-American, one of the best run stoppers in the Big Ten. And then you have uh, Simeon Barrow banged up. I don't know if, what kind of injury he has, but it, at, at least once or twice a game he misses a few plays or a series. So, yeah, that's another interior lineman out. And then Avery Dunn, their only true defensive end, who they had playing yesterday, gets hurt. So they have Jalen Hunt and... Uh, like Maverick Hansen on the edge sometimes. The, these are two guys who are who are second and third string defensive tackles, and they go out there and they win that game. Maoteote made a good made a f- few good plays at linebacker. He go hasn't stand. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't. Played. I saw that last name pop up after a tackle and was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, they're going deep. He hasn't he hasn't played much this year. Um, just special. Malik Spencer, a true freshman, was making plays on defense at safety. Jayden Xavier Mayer. Henderson was playing three positions on defense throughout the game. I mean, they were Scotty Hazelton deserves a lot of credit and a lot of apologies because all like whoa. He is I'm not ready to apologize yet. That's for damn These sure. last two weeks he the, that defense has with like had, an undermanned defense has over they've overperformed straight up the last two weeks and I mean, I think you say three weeks. I think they looked pretty good against Wisconsin. I mean, some still gave up 28 in double overtime. Yeah. That's true. But Compared to what they, I think they're back to last year's defense where they still they still gave up 440 yards yesterday, so yeah. they're giving up yards. But they're they're last year with Xavier Henderson on the field again, they're able to like stand up in big moments, and that's what they did. That's what they did yesterday because they gave up yards. Yards don't matter, points matter, and they've tried to do that without uh, Darius Snow and Xavier Henderson and Jacob Slade at the beginning of the year, and they just got torched. And yesterday they they let. Illinois move up the field inside the 40 the 30 yard line and then they let Illinois make mistakes like they let other teams last year like why well, I don't know I, if I was an Illinois fan and I saw them try to pitch it to Chase Brown on fourth and one off like a fake the quarterback like jabs toward the line then pitches it to him and they fumble I'd be losing my mind but that's what Michigan State had to do they just had to hold their ground until Illinois made a mistake and Illinois did what Illinois historically has done and they messed up and Michigan State took advantage so that's what you had to do though that's what they have to do when you're undermanned and the coaching staff Understands what they had, and they they played with the cards that they were dealt, and they won the game. So I'm impressed with I'm impressed with Scotty Hazelton. Well, we'll see what Michigan State football can do next week. They do pick up a win over Illinois, 23 to 15. It goes in the books as a ranked road win for Mel Tucker. Now let's talk about an actually good team on campus, perhaps the best team on campus all year long here at Michigan State. I'd be very remiss if we didn't at least uh, talk about this team once. And we're going to have Luca Maloney and or Jay DeCoster to come on next week uh, to talk about this team. But the women's soccer team here at Michigan State is currently about a few hours away from kicking off the Big Ten Tournament Championship 
uh, down in Columbus. Um, Jay and Luca are both down there reporting on this game. So if you'd like to stay up to date, follow them on Twitter. Follow at WDBM Sports. Um, and also they're going to have post-game recaps, interviews, quotes, everything that you need, pictures. Um, those two have done a fantastic job covering both the men's and women's soccer team this year. Um, but I've stayed pretty close. I called a couple of the women's soccer games for Big Ten Plus earlier in the year, have worked even more, um, have watched a lot of the ones. A lot of them uh, late in the season uh, were picked up on the Big Ten Network um, coming to East Lansing. Um, this and I think the women's soccer team is, um, you know, getting their flowers as they should from a lot of the different people and organizations on campus. I don't think people realize just how, in the grand scheme of things, historically good this women's soccer team is for Michigan State and just how good Jeff Hostler is. This team is unreal. Uh, they might have the best goalkeeper in the country in Lauren Coles. They might have the best back line in the country in Ruby Diodati and Bria Scrotenbohr and a bunch of other women back there. This team, people don't realize, and it's weird to think about a Michigan State team that's not football or basketball on the national scale. This team has an opportunity to make serious noise, not just in the Big Ten tournament. I think they're going to win this game today and be not just Big Ten regular season, but Big Ten tournament champs as well. This is the number six team in the country, and they keep winning. They haven't lost since the beginning of the season when they lost to Arkansas 1-0 on the road, and Arkansas was number 11 in the country at the time. This is a team who has a serious shot to win a national championship here. They're so good defensively. And then you add in how good Lauren DeBow and Cameron Evans and Jordan Wickes have been on the front line for them on the attack. This is If you have an opportunity to watch this game today, please try to tune in um, because it's going to be a fun one, and, and you'll understand just how good this Michigan State team is. I don't know how much you guys have gotten to watch this team, but they have been so much fun uh, to cover and to kind of follow along with. And a reminder, they were picked to finish sixth in the Big Ten by the preseason coaches poll this year, and they just run the gauntlet, don't take a single loss, one scoreless draw to Iowa, uh, and are now just going to run through the Big Ten today with a win. Yeah, the one thing that I've I've only got to see them, them all play once or twice um, throughout the year, but and I am going to use hockey lingo because it's the lingo I'm the most comfortable with. The soccer IQ on that team and just how smart everyone is and knows how every situation is going to happen is pretty insane to me. Their passing lanes, like... It's like whoever has the ball, all the passing lanes glow up to them. They find ways to get there. And then just the communication has been very good. Even from watching on like Big Ten, you can hear them talking down on the field. And that's something that's pretty special. Like when you have a group of women who are not only freak athletes, but can communicate and move the ball and just know they're like playing chess. They're two plays ahead of their opponent. And that's where I think uh, Michigan State women's soccer has been all and, year. And, dude, their speed, their counters. They played Nebraska in the semifinal. And Nebraska's style, for those that don't follow along, is they will press you against your back line. Michigan State had trouble, gave up a goal even, ran into a lot of issues just trying to get the ball out of their own end uh, and, and you know get it away from Lauren Colesell and down the field. But what that turned into, which naturally happens, is a lot of 
of counterattacks for Michigan State and rushes the other way with odd numbers, and they're so fast the way they get up the field. And, and it's not just how fast they run, how quickly and crisply they make those passes forward uh, and a lot of runs forward. Um, and they were able to score a couple goals that way. I'm excited to watch them. They're, they're taking on Penn State today, who's currently 21 in the country. The last time they played Penn State, it was on the road when the Nittany Lions were number six in the country. They won that game 2-1. to one. I, I am no mean, by no means a soccer expert, so if, if yeah. you want more insight, ask Luke R.J., um, but this is a game I, I fully expect them to win. Uh, Jeff Hostler is just a winner um, in every way, shape, and form. He has never not won anywhere he's gone. Like Jimmy G. Like well, even better than Jim. Here's here's the number. <laughs> I don't know. If you... Here's here's the number that people don't know about Jeff Hostler, and if you don't know it now, it's crazy because it's been said so many times. He was at Grand Valley State in Division Two for nine years, right? Of those nine, he won five national championships. Do you want to know how many runner-ups he had in the national championship? Zero. Four. Five plus four is nine. He was in the national championship game each of his nine years at the Division II level, and sure enough, he's got a chance to do it again this season. So much fun watching the women's soccer team. We're going to have Luca and Jay to talk more about the Big Ten tournament that they got to witness uh, once it's over next week and then leading into the NCAA tournament. But if you if you want to and if you have a chance, you should try to watch this game today because it's going to be a fun one. starts at 2 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. Uh, it should be good. Hockey also at Michigan State. Two wins. They picked I- up... Well, three technically, if you if you count it. You two know, this weekend. Two, two against Wisconsin this weekend. They picked up a shootout win last week against Notre Dame as well. Another Big Ten opponent in the hockey in the hockey world. Big uh, Notre Dame is in the Big Ten, but Wisconsin sucks. I was about to say they, pick, they, yeah. was, picking up two it, wins against Wisconsin is like picking up one win. Like I mean, <laughs> each one counts it, as a half. They handled business. They kicked I mean, the crap five, out of Wisconsin. five nothing. Five nothing on Friday with Eric Middendorf, who led the team in goals last year with twelve, had none before that game started, and then he had four. Right. That's really big for their offense moving forward. I, I mean, think. I, I mean, being six three and one total and two one and one in the conference, it's a pretty good I, start. I, I was. Mean, Better than better than Denton. Walking That's out sure. to meet some friends last night after I finished board hopping, and I ran into the leader of the Munsters, Scott. And I didn't I didn't watch any of the game last night, but he was telling me, and I agree with him on this take for Michigan State just so far in the season. If they still had Danton Cole, they would not have done. They would not be where they're at right now record wise. Like I honestly, like I've said before, the year started. This team is not the most talented team, but Nightingale has them playing at a much higher level than where they. Should be, which I, I'm not going to complain about. I think there, he's just. I think he's just more inspired. I don't know what. They're, I, they're, I think they buy into it my, more. My only complaint about how they play is they get a lot of shots on net, but they allow like Saint Sears saw 88 shots this weekend. That's a lot. Yeah, that, dude. that's that's. I don't know how sustainable that, is, especially when you go up against a team like Michigan, who has more first round picks than you have draft picks on your entire roster. But for now, I mean, playing a team like Wisconsin, you can get away with it. But I, I I've been very impressed with where Michigan State's been at to start the year. We'll see how they do against. Uh, they struggled and the, against. And the, the issue with, like you talked about, with how many shots they give up is Saint Cyr is a very good goalie. I remember calling a game against him when he was at Notre Dame, and they came here to play Michigan State, and he was very good back then. Um, but a goalie can only take so much in a weekend, and we've we've seen already this season Pierce Charleston kind of have to take over and, and start a game and play play the full ninety or whatever, but. Um, 
Char- sorry. <laughs> Charleston is not as good as St. Cyr. And, I mean, against LIU, they won 8-4, to four, but to give up four goals against Long Island University is not ideal for Michigan State hockey. So two wins are nice. By no means are they – you know, coming for the Big Ten or whatever, but I, I think, but they, I think you're right. This is a team that looks better. They look a little bit more disciplined. They're playing more inspired than a season ago. I don't expect this team to, when the calendar turns to 2023, to go 13 games without a win. Yeah, and, can't say the same for last year. And I think I think it's very realistic going into next weekend against Ohio State. It is, is it at Ohio State November? It is. Thursday, Friday, home against Ohio State. Um, I I think it's very reasonable they could pick up one, two games there. So obviously Michigan State won five nothing, five one against Wisconsin. Ohio State beat them three one four three. So I think I think that's a matchup where they could split. A sweep I'm is a sweep see... is tough back to back nights. But I I think a split is very realistic in that in that matchup. I'm interested to see how they match up against Minnesota, That's Michigan, be, Penn State, and by by think, matchup I mean how few goals do they lose by? I think that's I, what I'm interested. I to think see. out of plain and simple, out of the matchups with Michigan, I don't think it's out of the question for them to pick up one. I think Michigan will still win the series. Uh, I think I think <laughs> no. I don't, no. Michigan did not look that good this weekend. I, well, they Penn played State's Penn State. That's <laughs> yeah. one versus thirteen. Yeah, Michigan um, is. They're I, not. I don't know. I I, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. Michigan's a very good hockey team. In four matchups last year, I would say there was zero chance Michigan State even comes close in one. I could see them tying or winning one out of the four. I tell you what, it takes a sold out Mun crowd on a Friday night, uh, and, and they're I think playing they lose Billy Minnesota Joel. By, I think they lose to Minnesota by six, though. Minnesota I've, I've is never real. seen. You Munn mean sixty? <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever. No, they won't. It's, it won't be that bad. Six in hockey to, is a lot. Mun used to be the place to be. Um, Dude, they got to do something ago, different, but... man. Like, I got to be honest, the crowds have just not been impressive there. And I get it's football season and basketball is just starting at the same time. And, and women's soccer is honestly taking a bunch of the crowds for some of the weekends. But they're not playing at the Martin anymore. Um, or they might get one in the NCAA. I think you might get one home. They could home. get two, technically. If really, they win the Big Ten, they could possibly get two. In the NCAA tournament. Wow. Well, that is going to be, Cam McLaren. That's going to be awesome. I, but. Go ahead. They've got to do something different, whether it's the marketing or the sales or whatnot. You got to get more people in Mun, dude. This is a first year head coach. This is a brand new team. A lot of young faces. There's there's reasons to be excited, and also take it for what it's worth. But they are winning, and so there have to be more people in Mun if if this is going to be the kind of year that they want it to be. I have a ticket text from Cam McLaren coming in. He says that Michigan State hockey can't compete. With Michigan or Michigan or Michigan or Minnesota, he said they can't. They can't with a T with a apostrophe T. Can, T. Cannot. Can got it. They can <laughs> compete. <laughs> okay, and but he thinks that their best best course of action this year is to pick up as many points as possible when you play Wisconsin and Notre Dame. Play and the hope, losers and, yeah. the, and hopefully finish fourth. If they finish fourth, that's I think they'll finish sixth because shooting for middle of the pack. They'll, finish, here they'll beat Wisconsin in East Lansing. We've got to get to basketball. Uh, for those of you that watched. The, if you did watch the exhibition, thank you, because I was part of the Big Ten Plus broadcast, and we really appreciate it. If you want to watch the one on Monday, we also have that game. Uh, that'll be on Big Ten Plus against Northern Arizona at no 7. Ads. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> and on Impact. But, yes, it will be on Impact with Liam Jackson and Michael Markoch starting at 6.30, I believe. Um, but they take on Northern Arizona uh, on Monday. There's not too much we'll get into there. Um, but, holy smokes, 36-31 to the Lakers at half? And the Lakers, I don't mean Los Angeles. I mean the Grand Valley State University blue and white Lakers. Uh the weird thing was, is I never really felt worried in this game. Now, Lehman Zach, you were both there as well. Uh, you were our Impact's writers for the game. Um, it never felt close. It never felt like Michigan State was behind. It was just like, oh, like uh, this is cute, Grand Valley. But also, for 30 of the 40 minutes, they were losing or tied with Grand Valley State. Not the intended result. I would pay serious money to be a fly on the wall in that locker room at halftime. Yeah, I like you have it written down here, but I think it, the reason they didn't seem like they were um, down most of the time is because their offense was generating good looks, and that is really what's um, most important is um, getting those good looks. And also the tone after the game, Izzo and all the players also were just talking about how much better they played against Tennessee and how they underestimated Grand Valley, and they – they said that, um, dude. I hope that Tennessee stuff is true. It's. I mean, if if it's not true, there's a lot of people lying about how well they right, played in Tennessee. Right. Right. Exactly. I, I uh, mean, I mean, in the fact that I that hope Tennessee's good. I hope Tennessee's that good, and I hope Michigan State is yeah. that good too. I think. Um. Yeah. I, I. I. wouldn't put. I think there's a little bit of stock you can take into this, like Joey Hauser getting a foul trouble against Grand Valley is not great. Um. You can't have that from a guy who's been here for a while and against an undersized Grand Valley team. That's that's not. That's something I think that is a little bit worrisome. But um, I think before Tyson started cramping, his jump shot looked that much better than it, it did really last nice. year. AJ's jump shot looked better than it did say, last year. I was about to say, you want to talk about jump shots, look so, at Hogard. I was, I was telling you, man, Hogard's going to shoot the ball. And also I think... He has to. I think um, Jackson Kohler in the second half really showed off his skill um, down low in the paint. I liked his... His post game, and I think that he was a little bit nervous in the first half, but yeah, I think that seemed like to kind of get in a groove, and I think that he's going to play. A, he was the first one off the bench uh, for time his own that, in this game, right? That so could be, and that's a, that's the thing too about you know, in a, in an exhibition in Division One versus Division Two, um, you you have to take it into account, and that's not to discredit Grand Valley State. They're a really good Division Two team, and they were they played really well for being in their third game. Uh, albeit an exhibition with their new head coach Cornell Mann, Malik Carr's um, dad. Yeah, Malik Carr's dad, um, and uh, I, I was really impressed by them um, and by Cornell and how well uh, they executed some of their stuff. How well they played defensively. Their on-ball defense was very good. They've got some very good guards, but it is Division One versus Division Two. And I always think about this when I see someone in high school who's very good. You know, who's who's clearly better than their competition. Going to be a, a D one player, whatever. You know, you, you have to see them as a junior or senior in high school and think about them as a junior or senior in college. That's what I felt like with Kohler. I felt we saw flashes in that Grand Valley State game of what we're going to see in three or four years from him. I don't want people to buy into it too much. I think he might have a good game two or three times this season against a, a worthy opponent for Michigan State. I don't think Kohler is going to be an X factor. I don't think he's going to be a starter. I don't think he's going to play more than 15 minutes a game. I'd be surprised if he plays 15 minutes a game. It was nice to see, and I think it's flashes of what the future holds. I think he could be really good next year with a good offseason with some of the the recruiting class they have coming in and some of the guards that they're going to have uh, on this team next year. Um, But I saw a lot of 
Jackson Cole or this, Jackson Cole or that, and we need to slow down a minute because it's GVSU. He wasn't even the freshman that I found most exciting in that one, to be completely honest. Trey? I, I think Trey Holloman on the defensive side of the ball is so exciting. Dude, they're so fast up top defensively. And he, yeah, he flies around, and I talked to AJ uh, Hogarth after the game and just asked him, I was like, you, Walker, Holloman, you guys fly. Like, how does that feel? Or, I think I asked Tyson. I asked both of it. But Tyson's like, yeah, it's awesome. We can guard all. We switch so much on the defensive side yeah. of the ball. One through three, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that, he was like, and then we get the ball and we just take off. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you're fast, all of you. I, I think Trey is, I loved his defensive potential, but I think that that's, What's unfortunate for him and what's fortunate for Kohler in terms of playing time is they don't really need another defensive guard because they're getting Aikens back. I was going to say, Trey will suffer when Aikens returns. Yeah, and they also, what he what he brings is what they have in bunches right now is, is like, they have defense on the perimeter in terms of guard. I think His, he's got a little bit more length on the perimeter, though, that, than any of the other guys. Well, Aikens, Aikens is 6'4", so yeah, uh, he, Trey's pretty, long, though. Yes, I understand, he but he he's also, a long offensively, he didn't look like he could get in his groove. His jump shot was slow. Moves the ball so, well. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you they, what, they, they, and, they don't, and, they don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he's, it's not, not that his attributes are bad, it's just that what Jackson Kohler brings is they don't have front court players. They don't have they don't have depth at the front court. They have depth at the guard position. That's what I think is going to hurt Trey in terms of playing time this year because they have those three. Those I three think guards they're going to. They're definitely going to need him next year, though. I agree. No, I mean Walker's gone. Hogard probably, maybe not though. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, Hogard probably stays actually. Back, yeah. um, depending on how good Aikens plays, Aikens might be gone. Yeah, but they got so, fierce. And this is this is a question right. that I asked Liam. What happens to this lineup when Jaden Akins comes back? Because he's all, all three of them. Start, so right? I would say the he's starters, the, best, he's the starters the best on, the team. on Tuesday were yeah. Hogard, Walker, Hall, Hauser, and Sissoko. So they went big, which was a surprise. I think one of those three bigs. It's probably still which which was interesting because that was a storyline last year. It was Hogarth versus Walker to start the year. Who gets the starting job? Who gets the bulk of the minutes? And eventually it became Hogarth and Walker. They two played together, and Michigan State was winning games. And so I think they play really well together. Those two need to be on the floor together if they're going to be on the floor. Um, so those two probably stay. I think Malik Hall is a good candidate to be the leading scorer. He probably stays. I think Hauser sits. They go Aikens. They go Uber Small, and it's... That makes it Walker, Hogard, Akins, Hall, Sissoko. I think Monty Sissoko was pretty impressive. Matt and I were talking off air before the show. Went four for four from the floor. A couple free throw issues, but he battled down low against some really good bigs. Uh, Kingsley Okanu from Grand Valley State um, is a more than qualified and serviceable opponent. Marius Grazulis has a height advantage um, over Monty Sissoko as well. Uh, Parker Day uh, for Grand Valley State played really hard down low. Um, I think Sissoko still has a long way to go, but his game looked more. He didn't miss a shot. He looked more fine tuned. Well, only yes, only he didn't miss one a foul. Uh, uh, yes, big, that yeah. too. It, it looked more fine tuned, and he looked more confident too. He didn't look so wide eyed. He didn't look so um, scatterbrained when he got the ball. He made decisive and executive decisions um, and went up with the ball or made a pass, whatever it was. Um, but 
So they'll take on Northern Arizona uh, tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock on both Big Ten Plus and WDBM East Lansing. If you want to tune in, you can. Um, before we take a break, I really want to talk about the rest of because Northern Arizona is a, a tune-up game. Michigan State should and, win this. If it's that could be a small ball game. Arizona State has one person over six eight. Northern Arizona, you mean? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Richards is six ten. Everybody else is six eight and smaller. So they yeah. Could Ezekiel go small Richards is, isn't going to play much either. So um, there you go. So the, the, they mainly get their bulk of the scoring from uh, their transfers. It sounds like and, and some of their small guys. Really cool story about Northern Arizona and their head coach though. Uh, do some digging if you if you would like into that. Um, it, it's cool that they get to come play here. Tom Izzo made that promise um, to Shane Burkar uh, a couple of years ago before COVID that they were going to play each other uh, when Burkar was an interim at Northern Arizona, then did well enough to get the job. Um, he said, we're going to do this after COVID, you know, when there's fans here. This is the first time ever Northern Arizona's playing in a Big Ten uh, arena, which is pretty cool for them. Um, but this is a tune-up game for Michigan State. They should win this game by a lot. If it's anything like Grand Valley State, I'd start to worry a little bit. Um, but this is where I wouldn't start to worry. Here is in order, in order, the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games for Michigan State following the Northern Arizona game on Monday. Gonzaga in San Diego. Loss, Ken- don't dress Jaden Akins. Kentucky in Indiana. Villanova at home. Win. Alabama in Portland. Win. Yukon or Oregon Win. in Portland. Villanova again. UNC, Iowa State, or Portland in Oregon. Toss up. Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Win. The Notre Dame game is November 30th. So let's let's add one for Northern Arizona. One one and one and oh, right? The Notre Dame game is November 30th. When Michigan State basketball wakes up on December 1st, what is their record? How many games is that? Six. Well, seven total if you count Northern Arizona. Three and four. Okay, which three? NAU and then what other two? Um Bama and Notre Dame. I think they. I think they get. Uh, I think those are two maybe, good candidates. I think. I think. I, if, I think if Cam Whitmore, I don't. Well, is Cam you got healthy right here's now. Here's the thing. You got to think about it this way. Think about the 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 Phil Knight tournament Thanksgiving weekend. They could get two let's, there. Let's say. Let's say this though. Let's say lose to Bama, lose to Iowa State. They're playing Portland in their final game. Portland's There's maybe a, another win right there. They're a WCC I, wagon. Is is Whoa. Cam is is Cam Whitmore? Healthy right now for Villanova? I have no idea. Because if, if he's healthy, they I think they lose that I, game. If he's hurt, they win that game. That's I drew Timmy back for his 17th year. Just yes, kidding. I is. know he is. He's a yeah. junior. He's only a junior, I think. He's a senior this year. Uh, he's Who was the guy before Drew Timmy? It was... Um, Chet? No, not, no, no. not it was, Chet. It the, was, the dude with like the Polish um, last name. Uh, Corey Kispert. Kispert. Right? And then they, yeah. they had... Corey Kispert and Drew Timmy are the same person. It feels like Timmy's been there that long. That must be yeah. man. Because Kispert was there for like three or well, four Timmy years. Well, Timmy feels too. that way because he was really good as a true freshman right away. Yeah, yeah and too. he didn't leave, which is really weird. He's to like see. a hundred. Hey, he's he's, he's, he's a college, college player. player. Yeah. yeah, three letters M I L. Yeah, that I helps. think State that mustache is marketable. State will have two. Uh, I'm going to say two losses. They'll lose to Gonzaga. Two losses. Two losses. Yo, what? All right, with, with, all right, with the exception. I'll say three losses. Oh my god, we got to get to break. What is this now? I've. I, say I, can't, I think it was Rothstein was talking about how Shibway might not be ready for Indianapolis. If Oscar Shibway is not playing... Hey, I will say, don't be surprised if they beat Gonzaga, but... I wouldn't be either, so I don't think it's out of the room. They're going to beat Nova at home. But the Nine. whole don't dress Jay Nakins. If I see Jay Nakins take the floor on a misty aircraft That's carrier on a, on a Tuesday tre- night in San Diego or whatever it is... Apparently his foot is fully healed, it's just right. up to pain. Stop yeah. it. I think, That's what it is and then say. two of three... Dress him, don't play him. 
two of three in Portland. I don't know which two. I think they'll beat Bama. UConn. This is isn't a, the battle for Atlantis, though. And I don't know if they could do it again. You gotta, you gotta remember that Portland trip is in what three weeks, three weeks, two nineteen weeks. days or whatever. Less than that. They have to go to San Diego, come back, go to Indiana, come back, and then go back out to Portland before that. Brutal. They'll be fine. And then back to Indiana. Be fine? Are <laughs> you kidding? Dude, that's the thing is it's not the opponent. It is the travel that I'm most worried about with this schedule. I think there's a, there is a quality chance that Michigan State wakes up on December 1st with two regular season wins under their belt. I can see that, too. That's I, very possible. I see. I can see that, but I, I, uh, from this— Izzo I, even said it. I think they lose three. I think it's three if she wins. Gonzaga, Kentucky, Kentucky, who? Uh, and then I think they lose one in the Phil Knight Invitational. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what though. That Notre Dame game, everybody's overlooking that. It's it's added in there because it's a big name in the non-conference schedule. That's a game Michigan State's supposed to win. That feels like one of those games that they lose. And they're gonna be tired on the road, beat exhausted. Up. Notre Dame, Big Ten ACC challenge. It's not going to go. I don't know that that Notre, is all. I haven't looked at Notre Dame's schedule, but I'm sure that Rainbows that's going to be that's going to be a game. Mike Bray, yeah. yeah, Mike Bray's a good coach too. That's going to be a game. He's a really good coach. That game's going to be a game that Notre Dame gets up for, and they're looking right. at right now. Michigan State's looking at that as like a game that they, that not that they could take a breather, but it's lesser than the games in front of it. It is. As, it, it, it is. And as somebody who has well, the only college basketball game I had ever been to before coming to Michigan State was a Notre Dame game. If was it's it the big, Jaron Jackson game? Uh, no, it was actually they played Louisville. I have family from Notre Dame, oh. but it was a top twenty-five oh, match. I, I got to see, I got to see Donovan Mitchell play. That was a big when it's a big game. That place gets loud. Yeah, so it is not an easy place to go. So coming off the PKI, I could see them losing that. Game. Think about it. Think about it this way: Zach Sloak and I are going to be there for Portland. Sloak, you and I fly back and land here in Michigan on the twenty-eighth. Michigan State plays in Indiana on the thirtieth. Yeah, right after Portland, they're gonna be exhausted after that game. And I don't know if you listeners at home are exhausted. I am. We just talked for like almost an hour, so we have to take a quick break here on the Green and White Report. Thank you so much for listening. Coming back, we've got the CFB roundup. Uh, we've got um, some Pistons talk, maybe, and uh, the Pickem right here on the Green and White Report. Welcome back to the Green and White Report, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on WDBM East Lansing. We're almost at the top of the hour, 11.57 Eastern Time, uh, and that means it is time for our college football roundup. As we mentioned in the open, haven't done this in a while, um, and deservedly so, I feel. College football was really boring for a while. I don't want to say really boring. There was some interesting stuff, just nothing for us to really talk about. There were bigger and better things. We had larger fish to fry, if you will, Um, but yesterday... Upsets galore, left and right, top 10, top 25. Michigan State with an upset in the top 25. Big win. <laughs> Tennessee, though, loses to – go ahead. The pair that Brian Kelly has. Dude. Okay, so I, I'm going to have to announce an official apology. It'll be the second well, apology I'm, given on SRZ this week because – I have slandered that man. I hey, don't. Brian like, Kelly don't deserves like, all the slander. I, I don't, don't get me like wrong. Him That's more. a scumbag right I don't, there. I do but. not like him at all. But man, oh man, me and my family are glad to be here. Whatever he he's said. a weird dude. He's a good football coach. Was yeah. that awesome? Well, 
Okay, so well, Tennessee, number one, loses to number three, Georgia, 27-13. to 13. It really wasn't even as close as that score indicates. Clemson kind of came out of nowhere. Number four, loses at Notre Dame, 35-14. to 14. That was never close. They haven't won in South Bend in like seven times. Yeah. Like the last seven. Yeah. Notre Dame has their days, number. Yeah. Notre Dame uh, hasn't lost to an ACC team since 2017. They've won 20, 26 in a row now. Holy That's crap. They should move to the ACC. That's crazy for well, they, such a bad they football did, They program. did during COVID. They made the playoffs. Do you say, do you yeah. say Notre Dame's a bad football Football program. Yes. What? It, what, what, what? I, at I, me. I need at the me. Bu- I need a buzzer. At like, me. That's, that's bad. Notre Dame's a bad football program. Gonna, Anyways, what are good football program. I would I only would, Alabama. If I control the, the board. Brevin, I would immediately Alabama, Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bama loses 32-31 in OT uh, to LSU in Death Valley. What a scene that was. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, I don't like Brian Kelly. I have much dislike and disdain for him. Um, but, man, what a play call yeah, the at the end. The balls that call that. Yeah, and the way they scored on the first play from overtime for, for their offense was awesome. You could see the look on Bryce Young's face. They, they showed it on the broadcast as soon as they scored. Future Lion Bryce He didn't Young. like what, what yes, he sir. saw. Future um, Lion Bo um, Nix. Yes, anybody no. that the Lions want is going to be a future Lion because they're going to have the first pick in this draft. Um, but uh, some of the other headlines, Michigan was close with Rutgers and then – it wasn't. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you the story. So I was celebrating a friend's birthday last night. We went to a, a local establishment in East Lansing um, that rhymes with Fario, um, and then oh, we okay. went to, uh, <laughs> and then we went to another bar that is elevated above the city, and then um, we were walking back to elevated surfaces. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we were walking back to the car to go back to uh, my, my buddy's apartment. Um, and I said, you know, whatever happened to that Rutgers game? It was close for when we were when we were eating tacos, and um, we walked past that same establishment. I checked the scores: seventeen fourteen in the third quarter. Rutgers was winning. I said, oh, oh God, we got to get home and watch this game. As we walked past, we saw on the big screen through the window that Michigan had just scored, so they made it twenty one seventeen. Fifteen minutes. It took us fifteen minutes to get home. Get in the car, leave the parking garage, get home. Forty two to seventeen by the time we got home. Yeah. What in the hell happened? Three interceptions. Michigan's offense decided they wanted to play football. It was crazy. So Michigan wins that one big. Um, Ohio State struggled uh, in the Windy City, and it was windy all over the Midwest. But um, they win 21-7 to against Northwestern. Um, and a present to Matt Merrifield and Zach Slowick. Oregon routes Colorado. Woo! 49 to 10. Go Bo Nix, 20 for 24. Football, Doesn't matter. 274 yards, four total touchdowns, two passing, two rushing. Take it away, boys. Give him his Heisman. Send him to New York. So, all right. So I don't want to give him the Heisman, but he should to, be there. To, that he balls. That's fair. To, to set the all right. To set the tone it's real Colorado, quick. Though. ESP or Sports Center on Twitter this week posted out there who should the Heisman be in, on Twitter you, for Twitter polls. You only have four options. It was Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, who I think was the front runner going into this yeah. week. C.J. Stroud, who's a bum. Oh, my goodness. Blake Corum, who I do think should be a finalist, but after K-9 got robbed last year from just being a finalist. Yeah, no running back I, should so, be able to so go. Well, I, at that Blake Corum wears that big yellow M. Yeah, so, so shout out the blue Kenneth wall. Walker ran all over and that then, big yellow I believe it was With a much worse offense. Bryce line. Young was the fourth yeah. option. Well, and I was of like, course. And, and there has like, to be someone from Bama on that list. And I was list. like, Bo, Bo Nix should be on here. Like, There's no reason for him not to be. And he played the best out of, the, of those four players, uh, the four candidates that were on the list yesterday, Bo Nix outplayed all of them. And now with Hendon Hooker, didn't play that well against Georgia yesterday. It wasn't his fault why Tennessee lost. But 
I mean, it proves that Georgia darn good defense. Georgia is the team in college football. Yeah, it's Georgia one. I know well, everybody. It doesn't matter what the yeah. Rest of the I order mean, is. Oregon, well, Oregon's thing. one loss is going to be Georgia. I was about to say you're talking. It, it, you're talking about Bo Nix. Georgia and, being that team. And that's a forty nine to three to open the season. But that's a different org. To be fair, Oregon played them week one. Bo Nix's first no, game at Oregon. Tennessee's in midseason form. The best offense. No, that's what football. I said too right. when that happened. People, people were people were giving Oregon crap and all oh, this team's not a top. 15. I said Oregon very well might be a top fifteen, top ten team. That's just how good Georgia is. Yes. and and it's still very clear that Georgia is leaps and bounds ahead of anybody else. And before we get into the playoff rankings and our predictions, Liam's got something to say. I'm just going to say, you're calling C.J. Stroud a, a, a bum when he has better stats than Bo Nix this year on an undefeated Ohio State plays team. For a, our number one, if I had Marvin Harrison Jr., I would throw for 4,000 yards every year. Yesterday, C.J. Stroud threw for 76 yards against the Northwestern. 50-mile-an-hour going sideways Guess across what? the field. He's supposed to be a top-five quarterback in this year's draft. Okay, I don't care about the win. Like, like, yes, it, it, it affects plays you. a there factor was win in yesterday. that game. Peyton Thorne still made some throws. Not 50 on the lake at Ryan Field. It's Northwestern. It's Northwestern. Okay, you but have, he still has he still has Oh that was I'm Ohio still, State still, versus the win. That's I'm not de- Ohio State guys, versus Northwestern. I'm definitely not gonna call CD. There, there are guys on Ohio State that have twenty nine touchdowns, four picks. There are guys on Ohio State that have faster forty times that than well, let's see, let's try to make this make sense. They're lower than the GPA of a lot of players on Northwestern. Probably most players on Northwestern, if that makes sense. I get it. I think I'm trying to make that make sense. Bonix is a great quarterback. But you're but giving, saying, you're like, saying Northwestern is smart. Yes, I'm saying they're really smart. And Ohio, and Ohio State, State is fast. Really, oh, really fast. Um, be careful here, man. I do have to be careful. FCC is not listening anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, C.J. Stroud is – I'm sorry. C.J. Oh, Stroud wow. is um, – I, I could throw for 4,000 yards with Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emi I would Luka. love to see it. You could. I mean, I I would love to see it. But so just... before before the games on Saturday, here's where the teams playoffly ranked. Tennessee was number one. Ohio State two. Georgia three. Clemson four. Michigan and Bama bringing up the rear at five and six. Number one Tennessee lost. Number four Clemson lost. And number six Alabama lost. So we're gonna go through and give you our rankings for I think they come out on Tuesday yeah um, what we expect and this is honestly for me personally and I'm not just saying this because this is my rankings and I want to be right and I'm gonna be right but um I think this is really most likely how the rest of the season shakes out here's the thing Tennessee was given an absolute gift with Bama and Clemson losing Bama is absolutely undoubtedly 100 percent out of the playoff now. They could run the table, win the SEC, doesn't matter. A one-loss Georgia gets in over a two-loss Bama, even though they won the SEC. Uh, so Bama's out. So I have it as number one Georgia. I thought Georgia should have been number two in last week's rankings. Ohio State just doesn't look like the second-best team in the country. Georgia's leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. I don't mind Tennessee being at one, but Georgia absolutely has to be at two. That was stupid that they were at three, but that's neither here nor there because it doesn't matter until about four more weeks. Um, So I've got Georgia one. Michigan is a better team than Ohio State. I don't care what you say. I don't care how close it's been in the first half. Every single game this season, the second half starts and Michigan comes out and punches somebody in the mouth. They did it to Michigan State. They did it to Penn State. They did it to Rutgers. They've done it to everybody that they've played this year. And they are 
the best second half team in the country, and I think and the worst and, first half team in the country. Worst, the okay, worst. I don't know about yeah, that. No, I don't yeah. know about that. But they also have one of the best defenses in the country. And I said it at the start of the year. I said it after two games. This is a Michigan team who is going to compete for a national championship. It's going to come down to that Ohio State game. I don't know what's going to happen. That's the same thing as the Michigan State game. Throw everything out. Nothing matters. It's a rivalry game. Whatever happens, happens. Leave it all on the field. May the best man win, right? So Michigan, I got it to like fourteen years before last year, but Ohio. Well, that's what do you mean? I'm saying it didn't. It wasn't really that close of a rivalry until they, some of those they, games were close. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't close. It was a few games. Okay, Michigan when you ta- when you count total wins, yes, but the games themselves were close. There were games where Michigan was unranked and Ohio State was in the top five that were close. There were games where they were both in the top five no. and they were close games. The only times I can remember, JT was short, by the way. No, he wasn't. No, and he definitely was not. <laughs> well, we'll uh, but we'll I think if the first, game in the other than anyway. what was it, eighteen and nineteen, I mean, yeah. where it was like a top four matchup both times. It was and two du- versus three, and then like Dwayne has three versus five, hundred yards, and then what was the other? Game? Yeah, they won oh, like forty-five Fields. seventeen at Michigan. Yeah, yeah. those two games was, was, those, with Zeke. Yeah, those two games, I eighteen and nineteen were blowouts. But otherwise, also, that was like Jake Rudock, by the way. Eighteen? No, that was um, the goat, Shea Patterson, the the Messiah. Even though he wasn't that good at Michigan, yeah, but no. the, honestly, the rivalry has been close. It is o- almost always close. Other than those two games, last year was Michigan dominated. I there's I don't see it could happen, but I don't see how Michigan goes into Columbus after last year. And beats Ohio State. Have you watched Ohio State this year? They can turn it on when they're they want soft to. Inside Ohio State, I, they're look not at as Michigan when the last. second half starts. You can't Talk get away with turn that. Turn it on when you, you want to. You can't get away with that. You can't get away with that with Ohio know. State. If Ohio State and jumps it, up twenty-one early, I don't know how you happen. I don't know how you come back from that though. Not gonna happen. Ohio State can't run the ball well enough to get up twenty-one early. They're not gonna run the ball. Secondary. If Michigan State, Michigan has a good secondary. It's pretty good. It's not. I was gonna. Well, this is where I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Michigan's defensive back, which are, they're good defensive backs. They're not great. They're good defensive backs. If you get if Ohio State gets Jazz, Jackson Smith and Jacobo back, he's and, even the best receiver. I mean, yes. No, having, yeah, but, but having him on the field, him, yes. Marvin Harris, and Abuka, yeah. like those. Where is Michigan's gonna help? Because okay, Michigan I, had a lot of help over Jaden Reed and Keon Coleman had a day. You're not gonna be able to help over all three of those wide receivers, and I think and, they're gonna gash them. And, I know I just I know I just like was on Ohio State side and talking about the overall rivalry, but last year they had Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, and Travion Henderson, and they still got I think trounced the, by Michigan. I and think Michigan's better this even year than they were last year. year. Really? Michigan's better I think this Michigan's year. This is definitely a better Michigan team I think than last Michigan's year. Michigan's passion. People will say, oh, they haven't even dropped off that much. I think. Uh, Ojabe, yeah, Ojabe. Yeah. The O line's better. Blake Corman, Donovan I'm Edwards are better. The, the defensive line. JJ, JJ McCarthy's the better. Line the defensive line does. Statistically, they are better. I, I, they might not yeah, have. The, they might not have first round picks on on the edge, but they're. They, and you they, add in the fact that their secondary is better. It makes the D line better. Their secondary is better. Michigan's a better team this year than they were last year. One hundred percent with Michigan. And I said that after week. You think Ohio State's worse than they were last year? Yes. Um, they might be. I mean, they stake. They. Do you just listen to him list the receivers? And okay, they, and they're I running. Think, they can't the run it as well as this year, year. Better than the three wide receivers from last year. I don't care Ooh. that, that I, I I know I talked about the Olave win, but if you're, Ohio, if you're Ohio, if you're Ohio State, Harrison. you're going Marvin up against a, a Northwestern team. Do they have one win going into yesterday? One and seven. Yeah. They, you, I don't care. And then 
I don't care. Trayvon Henderson's hurt. That's fine. You have Mayan Williams back there, too. You should be able to dominate Northwestern. I don't care if it's— On the ground. You shouldn't have to throw the ball one time. You should be able to beat Northwestern if you have that much talent. But they're soft inside, and they were soft inside last year. That's why they got beat against Michigan, and that's why they might get beat against Michigan this year. I'm not saying—I don't know who's going to win that game, but I think Michigan— if. if you're talking about if Mich- if Ohio State can jump out to a 21 nothing lead, which I don't think will happen. If Michigan could, gets any lead, they can hold the ball way better I, than Ohio State can. I and agree they, they are much better rushing attack, and their defense is better than Ohio State. If, it's, if Michigan is tied or up by any amount at halftime, they win that game. I, they won't be up at halftime. I, I mean, I, I agree you. can't with see you. it being 14-10 at half? No. No. Because, are you kidding right, me? So Michigan, like Michigan is now starting true freshman, their five-star Will Johnson at corner. I watched him in high school. He is Marvin Harrison Jr. will make him look like a toddler. Like the kid can't play cover. He, they talk about how great a tackler he is. He is a hell of an athlete. He can't cover receive. He couldn't cover guys that are playing at Albion in high school. I'm not gonna be one to call out a local uh, five star corner when I'm sitting here. In I call out a five star corner. Holden Hall in East Lansing, but we, we both look the same trying to cover Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. So at that point, does it really matter? And, no, you don't. And I did it once. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll call out a five-star quarterback right now. Dante Moore, come to East Lansing. (laughs) If if, if you feel inclined. (laughs) If you feel inclined. Twitter thinks you are. No calls to action. Didn't Will Johnson get a pick yesterday? Did he? It's against Rutgers. Of (laughs) course it is. Now it's against Rutgers. But he's not five stars. You were just talking about how Rutgers quarterback threw three interceptions and like four plays. Ohio State three ahead behind Michigan and Georgia at two and one. Tennessee at four. It's going to be Big Ten versus SEC. I have Oregon at five oh goodness, because dude. the Pac-12 is better than the Big 12. And TCU, if they win, here's the thing. If TCU makes it into this playoff, I'm going to be so upset because we did this experiment already. We put Cincinnati in. They were undefeated. Whoop-dee-doo. Small school. Yay. They get pummeled. That's TCU. Diff- oh, no, ahead, TCU's ahead, ahead, played way too many teams close and a bad Big 12 on a bad year, on a down year, I don't care. They, they, they shouldn't be in. Is it a down? Or if, if Oregon wins out and wins the Pac-12, their only loss is 49-3 to to the best team in the last decade in college football in Georgia. They're going to be in the playoff. The, the Big 12, is it a down year because Oklahoma's bad? Because I don't think this is a down in Texas? Year. I mean, Kansas, Texas is, is a good football. Texas, Kansas is, State is good. Kansas State's a good football team. Oklahoma State, I don't know what happened to them in the last two weeks. They Texas, were good. If Q, Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, they beat Bama. I don't think that's wild to say that. Texas no, that's true. Team. I mean, Texas, Texas should have won that Texas game. Very, Texas is a also, top 15 but team also, Bama's bad. The first year of the play, the first year of the playoffs, TCU got screwed and Ohio State got in over them. I know they won, but if TCU goes undefeated and doesn't make it again, I would be. Well, they have to. You went undefeated when you're confident. So let's yeah, say. So let's say this. So I've got and right they definitely now. Could right now and in my could. right now in my playoff, it's one Georgia versus. Is this the, four. Is this the playoff or is next week's ranking? Well, 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 this is we're making the playoff rankings, which have the well, intention that your, if the season note, ended now, your notes here say what are next week's rankings. Yeah. So that's what I did because my views towards the end of the year. That's what I'm about to get into. So right now I have number one, Georgia versus number four, Tennessee, number two, Michigan versus number three, OSU. Obviously, right now, I don't think Michigan or Ohio State are both going to get in unless something crazy happens in the other conferences. Let's say Oregon loses another game. Let's say TC, TCU loses two. LSU wins out a two-loss LSU who beat Bama and only lost to I think it was at Florida State and at Tennessee. Florida State and Tennessee. 
LSU might get in, right? I don't think Michigan and Ohio State both get in. So I think it's probably Georgia who wins out and wins the SEC. I think if that happens, Tennessee definitely finds their way in. Then it's the winner of Michigan-Ohio State. Then there's the the conversation you can have about Oregon, about TCU, about LSU. I think if Oregon wins out, it's Oregon. I don't think I, – I think Oregon has the resume and the stats to – beat TCU even even with one loss to Georgia who they'll just have a chance to redeem why, themselves. Would like why, to say why would you want to if you're the if you're the committee why would you want to see Oregon play Georgia again when they already lost by 40 points but TCU's undefeated. Bonix revenge money. Tour. Uh, TCU yeah. undefeated you is getting an award more money. Loss. There no is no chance. integrity with this. The yeah. idea Wait. they always say our goal is to get the best four teams they in college football in the playoff. Right. It doesn't work that way. Well, they if, are going if, to make money if with they w- Oregon in. If they want that to happen, then they want Oregon to lose to USC, and then they put a one-loss USC in over Oregon USC with the Pac-12 championship. Think. So then why is Oregon in? They play the same schedule. Because they lost to Georgia. Yeah, but USC... USC's then, then, one USC, loss came in the Pac-12. Heck, they yeah, lost they lost like, at Utah by one. That is yeah. not a... That is a probably Utah's a, not like, as That's good a better loss than losing by 46 that's about as good of a on a neutral site. Yeah, so... I, I don't know. I mean, you I at the start of the year? It, the, also, the yes. Pac-12 is equally as bad as the Big 12, I think. No, they're they're both solid. They're both very good this year. I think yeah, they're I, both I, better than they have been. I think the Big 10 sucks this year. The Big Ten is not very good this year. You have Michigan, Ohio State, and the rest of it is a bunch okay. Of, but Michigan and Ohio State are two of the best teams in the country, right? So. But then you have the Oregon, Big Ten West, it's like top heavy. But I mean, you have you have the what? The you Big have the Ten, what? The Big Ten Thank West. You. One right Thank you. Thank you, man. The not, Big Ten West sucks. I, I never didn't say they weren't, but the, the Illinois is still a top fifteen team in the country or top twenty. They were seventeen, team. by the way, but they were sixteen. 16. But anyways. Bad. The Big 12 is actually very good this year. It's super deep. Same thing with the Pac-12. I would take if the Pac-12 if we did a Pac-12 Big Ten uh, challenge like they do for basketball, would win. the Pac-12 would win. The Big 12 would beat the Big Ten. That's actually the Big Ten would probably lose to everybody but the ACC because the ACC is a different level of bad. But that's a different conversation. Does I have a question? Does Clemson have any chance to get back in? No. No. No way. I think they they do, but I think it has TCU and Oregon both have to mess up. Well, I yeah, think, I mean, I think TCU, that one loss. Michigan TCU, or, Oregon oh, both have to lose, and, USC, and then they're in the one loss category as a conference well, Michigan, But, wouldn't you, loss, but Michigan, who would you rather? Yeah, Ohio State would be in over one loss. That's what I'm Clemson. saying. One of those teams would be if ahead of Clemson. To, if, they lo- if, if Michigan and Ohio State, Ohio the loser State, of that Michigan game are good enough where they get Bama and Georgia treatment this year, as uh, as as what happened last year. You know what I mean? Where one loss Georgia and Bama, who beat them to win the SEC championship, both get in. I agree. The issue with that is they both played in the championship. With Mich- with how the conferences in the Big Ten are set up right now, Michigan and Ohio State, one of them is not going to be playing well, in the they Big put Ten it, They put in Bama a couple years ago. Yeah, with I don't care. They Bama would, didn't play in the SEC championship one of those and got would in still with one get in over Clemson, I guarantee. I because they're better teams. Yes. Yeah. And they no, make, I, and, I and, and, Don't and, get me wrong. I don't care about the ACC. They make more money. I don't know. Clemson's a huge brand, too. Yeah, Clemson's not bigger than Ohio I'm, State or Michigan. Probably not, but it's not like they're losing too much money. It dominates the East Coast. No, I get that. Yeah. I mean, it dominates the Carolinas, but the Carolinas. I think anybody Can who's I, probably not a Georgia I, fan I, is I, probably you get to the Virginias, wanted, and then we're talking West Virginia. I wanted Virginia to Tech. get to this. I know I might jump ahead a little bit, but I. Um, I think for the most part, we all have primarily the same teams. I well, just wanted to ask why would why is Oregon over Tennessee in your ranking, Matt? Because they both have the same loss. Because Bonex. But they both have the same loss. So, but Tennessee right. played them way closer in Georgia. All right, I know you were at the. How much of the game did you actually see? I'm just asking. I mean, I was. I didn't watch any of it. But Tennessee had zero pass protection. 
Hendon Hooker, I honestly felt bad for him because he was trying and he had <clears throat> he had no time. And they to still throw. scored more points than Bones did on the side against Georgia. You got eaten. Uh, yeah, well, all right. Week one, Oregon came in. Bo Nix played his first game as an Oregon Duck against the best defense that I probably have ever seen. And he looked like football. he never played football before. <laughs> and, then, and then yesterday, Tennessee, who, and keep in mind, the, Oregon and Tennessee are the two best offenses in college football. Can I just name the best quarterback in this discussion? Stenson Bennett. Ugh. The mailman. Stetson Stennett. Stetson Bennett, the mailman. He doesn't tip, I guess. Continue. He doesn't tip. But Wait, really? Tennessee Damn, came, <laughs> Tennessee came in with the number one offense in the country and looked, and they couldn't move the ball. They, their receivers, who got tons of separation against Bama and pretty much everybody else that they've played this year, had no separation. They they looked, they just got dominated. Like, and I understand so what that did Jordan, Oregon look like against them? Right, like, but my point is, is that this, well, this is more my playoff prediction than it is actually, or I don't know how I'm actually looking at this, but I still think you lose. Oregon is way better than people realize. Like I, they have the best offense. They are their defenses. Are, they have so much talent on that defense. They've dominated the Pac-12. I'm not saying Oregon's bad. I just, just Tennessee is. Tennessee literally and went like to Tennessee. Athens and lost by two scores. They played in they that played in a neutral a, site and lost by a million points. That wasn't a two-score loss. But you, you play one team in week one, the other one hap- at a neutral site. Yeah, I understand you went to Sanford Stadium yesterday, but your offense looked like you hadn't played. It looked like they Tennessee's offense looked like it was week one yesterday. They had no pass pro. They had no idea what they were well, doing. Well, if it looked like week one, then they were still better in Oregon in week one. Because they still but put they up shouldn't, more it shouldn't look like week one when it's November first. Like, All right. yeah, whatever. I, I, just, I get. I, I kind of get what you're I, saying. I, I, I like Tennessee. I think, I think a season. I think eight games before this past week, though, and the stats that go along with that as the number two offense in the country and the best offense and the best football Oregon's, conference in Oregon's, the country outweigh one bad game or, against the best yeah, defense Oregon's, we've ever seen. Right, but Oregon's put up 40 every single game other than the Georgia game. In the game. Pac-12. The, you act That's like, like pa- saying a Big 12 basketball team scores 80. You like, act like duh. The, you act like the Pac-12 isn't good. The, it's, not, it's not that it's not good. It's just not defense. They don't play defense in the Pac-12. They, or do Richard they, Sherman well, Every time or, you check a Pac-12 score, it's 49-34. to 34. Or is the offense of Oregon just that good where they put up four? It makes other Oregon's teams got like, a good offense. Don't get me wrong. But to Liam's point, three against Georgia is not good. 13 is better than three. I don't care what week it is. Neutral site or at Georgia. They scored one touchdown. Oh, also, they scored one touchdown. Tennessee also has a much better win than Oregon. Two, can, Oregon even has Tennessee's a chance got, to get this year. What, four top 10 wins or four top 25 wins? Well, I, while you look that up, I'm yeah, they beat LSU. Over. They killed LSU and beat Alabama. The hit was a top At twenty-five home. win. Florida, no, LSU, LSU, Bama, Kentucky. LSU. Count that five top twenty-five wins. Congratulations! They don't, congratulations, congratulations, you Bo Nix fan. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you or, slappy. If, if you actually have you sat down and watched an Oregon football game this year, the Georgia one, the only <laughs> one that mattered, the only one that mattered, the, the only one that mattered. No, I don't stay up. Till one in the they morning. Played at, they played to, at three thirty. The last I don't stay up till one in the morning to see Bo Nix put up fifty six against Washington. So you do stay up till one in the morning. That's when you made the show sheet. Hey, you um, hey, you don't gotta come for me like that. Um, this is my playoff projection. I think Georgia's gonna be one. I don't think anybody even comes close to them. And then two will be the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, uh, and barring then, a loss in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, which won't happen. Yeah, and then Tennessee, I think, will get the three. Uh, as long as they win out and finish everything that they need to. And then my four spot is TCU, Oregon, or the loser of Michigan, Ohio State. The The bummer for Tennessee is they can't 
add to their resume anymore. They just I, have to not lose. They play Missouri at South Carolina at Vanderbilt. They I, should win those games by a combined score of 150. Yeah, So and then this is yeah, where I'm at. Their fate's in the committee's hands now. Yeah. If TCU wins out, I think they get in at four. If, or, if TCU loses and Oregon wins out, I think they get in at four. So what... No ifs, ands, or buts. We only deal in absolutes. What do you think is going to be the playoff? What do you... TCU loses, Oregon loses, Oregon wins out, whatever. Give me your playoff right now. So, I mean, it would make – they, they What do you think is going to happen? They cannot just put two SEC and two Big, Big Ten teams in there because – Can't they, though? No, they, they can't. They could. I mean, they can, but they, that would be really dumb. The only issue is it would deservedly be Georgia 1 versus Tennessee 4, and I don't think they want to do that. Well, and then and then you're – So t- then you make it Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee. Boy, that would sell some t- – Tickets, holy yeah. crap! It, it would sell tickets to certain audience, but you want to talk about money? Only Dude, having two, only brands. having only having two conferences, you're literally getting rid of half of the country. Well, I mean, they're there also going to a twelve team playoff soon anyway, everywhere. so yeah, they, they don't really care about yeah. that at this point. But like, are right, how many? Like, obviously, there's Michigan fans everywhere. There's Ohio State. There's what there's would you fans. rather see though? Would you rather see? Georgia versus Ohio State, Michigan versus Tennessee, or Georgia versus TCU, Michigan versus Tennessee. Georgia versus TCU because no I want, way. I want. I, I don't the want to see the same football, teams in the The quality of football, year. though. Yes. The quality of football. TCU's the four good. best teams. TCU is better than Ohio State, even if they lose. Probably not. Well, Thank I don't you. know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, they're undefeated. I, I, they're if, not. If they, if they win, if they go undefeated in the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve has had a lot of ranked teams. And TCU, you want to talk about ranked wins? I think TCU has like four as well. No, they, well, they they want they we'll had find out. each each week last month they beat a ranked team. TCU did. Yeah. Four straight four straight weeks in October they beat a ranked team. So they have at least four. It, well, so I don't know TCU if they're not ranked has anymore, but they were Oklahoma, le- Kansas, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. They were all yeah, and then they're going to lose, and then they're they're going to have their season spoiled next week to Texas at Texas at seven thirty. If they win, if they win that game, they one hundred percent. If they win that game and go undefeated, their schedule their schedule is not easy for the rest of the way. Yes, so if they go undefeated, they're in the playoffs. But TCU beating eighteen, nineteen, eight, and seventeen, and possibly twenty four Texas is not the same as Tennessee. Who beats, what was it? Let's find out here. If, well, that's if, why Tennessee's above them in the ranking. 17, 25, 3, 19, and then loses to 3. Well, that would be why Tennessee cl- would be above them in the ranking. Close your eyes. No, I know, but I'm still just saying. a lot of ranked wins. Close, close your eyes and think TCU is Oklahoma. Or Texas. They wear, they wear, or Texas. Yeah, or Texas. They're, they're, they're the wearing, number one seed They're wearing the burnt the orange and white. They're one, coming out with the Sooner Schooner. You think they're a top three team in the country. 100 That is a 100%. Probably, but I think it's deservedly so because... Because of what? Because, because of what because jersey the they wear? No, because of the programs that they have and historically how good they've been. Who how cares? good has Oklahoma been in the last 10 years? Great. Why exactly. Not, why not how good is TCU? Because it speaks it, to the it, level of it, program oh, TCU, that you have built. TCU is also has been one of the best programs in the, so you especially don't like, in the Big 12 You don't like the Cinderella decade. stories? You want to see Michigan That's State, not Kansas, what I'm saying, Duke, but it's four North teams. Carolina win a national if there's championship 12, in every single I got year. no issue putting TCU at three or four. If there's 12 teams, but there's four. You hear and I want to watch Brendan the three, hates Cinderella I want to watch the three best football games that I can watch at the end of December, and that's Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, and then Georgia versus Georgia, Michigan. But that doesn't matter if you put a TCU, if you think Georgia's a TCU anybody and they play. 
Yeah, you think it doesn't if you, matter. If it's you, still going to be a better game, Ohio State no, over TCU I, I or Oregon. I, I don't we already know. saw That's what true. happened with. I, you're telling me you really think TCU competes better with Georgia than Ohio nobody, State? Nobody competes uh, with yes. Georgia. Uh, After maybe. watching the game yesterday, nobody's keeping up with Georgia. Okay, 27 to 13 is not that much, Matt. Did you watch the game? Oh, that, that, oh, Tennessee had nothing. That offense that has nobody has been able to stop could do nothing. Oregon could do nothing. Liam said it earlier. Yards that, don't matter. Those, points matter. Those receivers had no separate. They scored. Thir- they scored one touchdown. The I, two best offenses in the country scored one touchdown it. combined against Georgia's defense. If Georgia takes on TCU, it's forty-four to ten at best. And if they play Michigan, it's forty-four to fourteen. No, it's not. Yes, Stop it, it. Stop the, it. The separation. I, can, I understand that Georgia's going to beat anybody, right? But it's it's just completely stupid to say that Michigan would not compete better and be in a closer game with Georgia than Michigan, TCU. Michigan was better last year against a worse Georgia team and still got curb stomped. They lost 34 to Michigan, 11 okay, last year. We've already concluded that Michigan was not better last year. That's 100%. We didn't conclude you and, you and Liam I don't think took better. the take. I, mean, I think they're better this year. They're, they were not better 100%. And Ohio State is worse. They have a better Those quarterback. Those are the conclusions better, we landed on. Better quarterback. J.J. McCarthy looked like garbage last night. I just need to say he's that. He's better than Cade McNamara. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's Do you not. think Georgia is better this year or worse no, than not. last year? Um, Georgia's really the know. same they're, football They're team. just the best team in the country again. I don't yeah. know. So 34-11 was the score of the Michigan game last year against Georgia. Right. Cincinnati kept Bama closer. better than 44-10. People don't talk about Cincinnati. In the the Cincinnati-Bama game yeah. was closer and than the Georgia won, game. A lot of that, like 35-12? to 12? What was the final of that? The Cincinnati game was a more competitive and the final score what was, was the closer. Score? What was it the was score? Tw- and people didn't want Cincy. People didn't want Cincy in for the same reason, but they and, competed. But they competed with Bama and then Georgia went out and twenty seven to six. It was still closer. And if you watch the game, it was still closer. Twenty one points, three touchdowns. How much did Michigan lose by? Uh, I believe twenty one points. They lost by twenty four, I believe. Yeah, they did actually. Twenty three. Lost by twenty three, and if you watch the game, Michigan scored all their points in garbage time. Yeah, and then that, that yeah it was Andrew Anthony. Didn't he score? Or something? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe. And guess what? And now he doesn't even. Georgia's play the team. same, and Michigan is better. No, Georgia is better. Georgia it's is hard to better. tell because, is better because that's how good they well, it's are. Hard, yeah. It's hard to tell because they were they were the best team last year and they're the best team this year, so it's just hard to tell. Right? I would agree, but they're the best team in college football, and I Georgia. It doesn't matter who plays Georgia, but TCU as an undefeated conference champion deserves to be in. I updated my standings for the playoff. One Georgia, two Ohio State, because I think they're going to win the Big Ten. Michigan, I guess, if they beat Ohio State, but they're not. Oregon at three, cause, or SC, because one of them will be a one-loss conference champion, and then TCU at four. That, I, that's how it's going to go out. A Tennessee, and the, I don't see how you can put Tennessee in as a one-loss and not winning their division or going to the conference championship and not put Michigan or Ohio State in. Because they're the same. It's the same thing. Do you thing. think Oregon gets in with the blowout? Except the Tennessee's loss? better. Twelve and one, and win your conference championship, but and your only loss was week one. If Michigan goes eleven and one and loses on loses by one possession at Ohio State, that's yeah. their only loss. Yeah, I still put an Oregon in. Okay, I, I wouldn't. To, how can you not? Because I apologize if your ears are bleeding at this point. We try our best to create a quality show here and do good radio um, and and give intelligent sports talk. We're struggling a little bit uh, on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, We're coming up on 1230, which means we're going to take a little break. After this, we have the Pick'em. Stick around for more Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing.
And we are back here on the Green and White Report. We just had an extensive discussion both on air and a little bit continuing off air uh, about college football. But now it's time to get into the pro talk. Uh, we have the Pick'em for you, everybody's favorite weekly Pick'em uh, here on Mid-Michigan Sunday Afternoon College Radio. Um, let's take a look at the standings before we get into this. Through, Am I reading that right? Through... One, two, three, four weeks. This is very close. Sloak and I both sit at 527 wins, 27 losses. Matt Merrifield, 28 and 26. Gosh, I, I remember, was it last Big week? Big week last week for I was, Matt. I was eight in and last five. place last week, wasn't I? You were. You wow. were. Eight and five really helped you last week. Liam and his guest appearances is 11 and 16. Uh, four and 10 the first week. Seven and six last week. Did pick up an extra win. Uh, so big for him. Um, there were some games that teams just sold. There were a couple of games where we all picked the same team, like the Bengals on Monday night, and boy, they just sold on us. The Bills, minus 10.5, beat the Packers by 10. And I think Liam picked the Packers or whatever it was, so he gets that extra win there. But so let's get into it today. We've got the Packers first at the Lions. We didn't talk Lions today because there's nothing to talk about. There's no need to talk about this 1-7 football team or 1-6, whatever they are. Packers minus 3. There are quite a few home dogs today, the Lions being one of them. This game kicks off in a few minutes uh, right here at 1 o'clock. Packers minus 3.5. Um, this is a bad Packers team, but it's also a bad Lions team. So, like, what do you do here? Three and a half? I don't know. I d- I, nothing. I have not been impressed at all by the Lions. They kept Miami relatively close last week, but Miami's still covered. Uh, I got to go with... I'm going to go with the Lions. DeAndre Swift's going to play today. We're going to go with the Lions to cover this at least. I don't know who wins, but the Lions are not going to lose by more uh, than four. I'm going to ride with with you on that uh, for for two reasons alone. Uh, Luke Sloan and Trent Valley. Uh, hashtag One Pride. Hashtag Aaron Rodgers is prickly. According. Shout out the former Green and White host. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to Sloan for sending that in our little our little chat. Um, but yeah, no, I'll never pick Aaron Rodgers to win a football game. Uh, lines to cover at least. Over to Matthew. Uh, Trent Valley would kill me if I picked Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah. fair. He's a prickly. Liam, you did it last um, week with pride. the Bills. One pride. Uh, Goff seemed visibly annoyed in the presser after they traded his best target away. I think yeah. that he knows that they're. That's a good point. I think he knows that they're going a different direction next year. Um, they just fired Aubrey Pleasant. I disagreed with that. Okuda's been playing good. Good Kirby. Yeah, Joseph like that's going to fix good. the problem. Yeah, so I'm going to go the Packers. I don't like the decision. I don't. I don't mind the trade of Hawkinson. I think it was fine. I don't like. Uh, the vibes. I'm going. This is a vibe pick here, Packers. Also, real quick, I'm going to circle back. We're going to take 15 seconds uh, to read something that Liam just showed me. Michigan in the fourth quarter of the season is outscoring their opponents 100 to three. Um, just so I thought you guys should know that. Moving on, can Chargers. I have, can I have 10 seconds Chargers, to ask you one yes. question? Go ahead. If oh, it's if it is Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Tennessee, what do you think the national championship would be? Georgia, wait, Tennessee. <laughs> wait, wait. So Ohio State's playing Tennessee two three. Or okay. Michigan's playing Tennessee two three whatever. And Georgia plays Ohio State. Yeah, it's gonna it'd be, be Georgia Tennessee. Be Georgia Michigan. I think it'd be Georgia Michigan. Honestly, Comple- you don't like, think, complete you don't brutal th- honesty. You yes. don't think Tennessee can beat Ohio State or Michigan? No, I think they can. I just think Michigan wins that game. 
Okay. They 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 have a good defense. Hey, if Michigan fans want to talk like they're like they're the best team in the country, you have to be a big boy and 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 try to and and like defend yourself against these teams. So if you want if you want to be the best team in the country, you're going to have these expectations. So live with them. Yeah. All right. All right. We we took our seconds. That was all I had. We're 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 on to the pros. Chargers minus three. Falcons the home dogs. Uh, Mariota's been impressive. Chargers have been meh this year. Um, do they pick up a much-needed win here? I think they do, and I think they cover. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm mad that you're going first because you're taking all my picks. Sorry. So I'm going Chargers as well. Uh, Except Kyle Pitts is going to have a day. Let's go with the Falcons. Okay. Going traveling to the East Coast isn't easy. Yeah, and you know. Marcus Murray, Justin. Or, or it's a week of the Oregon quarterbacks. I was going to say, Oregon quarterbacks. Gotta stick together. I'm gonna go Falcons this too. I, think, I, believe they're, is... I believe they're first in the South right now. That's um, not saying much, so, but they are. I mean, I mean still <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons were, were supposed to be one. Of was the worst it last players. week that whoever it was threw that pick against Arizona, uh, the Saints quarterback, and we had that hilarious video of Andy the DB yeah. that diving? Ago, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. That was hilarious. I absolutely love that video. Uh, I'm about to make it my lock screen as a live one. Uh, another home dogs, the Bears. Shout out Jada Coster, who's getting ready for the women's soccer uh, Big Ten championship right now. Dolphins minus four in Chicago. Um, we saw the Dolphins last week against the Lions. Minus four against the Bears. I don't know. The Bears, they had that impressive win against New England. Um, and then what they do last week? Didn't they have a big letdown? Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. I'm going to go Miami only because I looked uh, only seven-mile-an-hour winds in the Windy wow. City right now. So th- I think that— Ohio think, State would have a field day. I think we probably got this line during the windstorm. So you think it should be closer? No, I think the, Miami should be favored by more. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. If it, I mean, if it was super windy, I might take Chicago because Justin Fields doesn't throw More the ball. More quick anyways. to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Jeff Wilson, new addition, mm. and the Miami Dolphins. Matty Ice. I'll go, I'll go with the Dolphins. Uh, why did you say Jeff Wilson before Bradley fans? Chubb? Bradley, because <laughs> Jeff Wilson is him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jeff Jeff Wilson is that guy. Spready dishwasher. Chase Edmonds, the bomb to get Spready, Jeff Wilson. Spready okay. dishwasher <laughs> is that guy. I just think Bradley Chubb's more important. Um, Probably is. Uh, Justin Fields is actually kind of turning a corner recently. Um, he's been playing pretty pretty well. Look at this knowledgeable football fan. Uh, I mean, I NFL just, insider. No, I just like I I I think that um, they're starting to actually run plays that help Justin Fields, and he's gaining more confidence. So. And they got Claypool, so I'm gonna go. He actually has a receiver, not a third receiver as his as his wide receiver one. So now he's got a wide receiver two as his wide receiver one. It's better than Mooney. Yeah, that's true. Panthers Eh, at Bengals. The Bengals are first home favorites so far in the pickup. Minus seven against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bengals here. I took them last week. They really let me down. I'm hoping we bounce back today. Uh, I am not gonna take. I'm gonna just stick taking. Oh, I guess I took the Lions, so I'll, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Uh, I think P.J. Walker is kind of that guy. He's got that XFL <laughs> swag to him. <laughs> kind of that guy. I can't believe. Yeah, he's not that guy, but I he's kind of there. He's kind of there. I can't believe that Carolina has, from what was it, the 2018 draft, 2017 draft, two of the top four picks, three picks, with mm-hmm. Darnold and Baker, and an XFL <laughs> quarterback is starting for them. Uh, but anyways. Baker's how, playing defense at end of practice. <laughs> God, he's on the scout team. Uh Seven's a lot of points, but give me the Bengals. They'll bounce back. Oh, actually, no, Panthers. Panthers. Whoa, Panthers. Okay, all right. Short week, Panthers. 
I'm gonna go Bengals, but I'm not. Cover the seven, that did work win. out for you last week. You kept making the picks based off the buy, and that worked. I'm gonna go the Bengals, even though Zach Taylor runs plays like he's just asking Madden. Um, I don't think he's a great coach. I think him making a Super Bowl might actually end up hurting the Bengals in the guy. long run. So, but I still take them just because uh, the Panthers are. Oh God, I don't want to pick Colts at Patriots. We already no, got. I, I I want the Patriots. Wow, the, the, the Colts might not score a single. You they, lost faith. It's only five. Total, Patriots total, favored by five total at home. Yards they will have under hundred today. I'm Ooh. I'm not kidding. No is Taylor. It, is Sam, it Zappy hour? It's it doesn't matter. The, the uh, Sam Ellinger is making his second career start in New England. He's going to be looking the first one. I didn't watch. Uh, not great. The offense. Look, they fired their off, the offensive coordinator this week. <sighs> Taylor, maybe you get Taylor. How much longer is Wright going to be there? I I hope not after this week. Taylor He's Taylor's not out. Naeem Hines got traded. Sam Ellinger is the starting quarterback, and I uh, Patriots by hundred. Well, there's my pick. I'll take the Pats then. God, I can't wait till the Colts win today. But <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, a, but if they're, it happens, they're going to, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's, fi- everything's fine. Um, this one, I don't. Love this game. I don't love the line on it. Uh, I th- I think Deion Jackson is going to surprise some people today. Um, I'll I'll go Colts. I'll go against you guys. Ooh, uh, I appreciate. I don't it, know enough wrong. about the Colts. I'm going to listen to Matt. I'm going to take the Patriots. Sorry. Sounds like it's a mess. In it's a mess. If it was Zappy Hour, maybe. Oh my God, dude. it's always Zappy Hour. Second biggest line of the day or uh, of the week, I should say. Well, actually, yeah, of the day. Bills minus 11 at the Jets. The Jets were a fun little story for a minute there. Now they kind of suck. Um, but the Bills let me down at minus 10.5 last week, which is why, because Josh Allen is also known as him, uh, he's not going to let me down today. Give me the Bills to win by, like, 14. Are you going to say it, Matt? God, I don't know. Do it. <laughs> 11 <laughs> points in New York. I'm I'm going with Zach Wilson. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I'm going Bills. <laughs> we, picked, we we together, I believe, have picked the Jets every single. You know week, what? You're and right. You're abandoning, and me. I'm not going to abandon you. Give me the Jets. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Flying high over to Liam. Uh, bills are much better. You mean the Bills? Yeah, no, I, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick in this that. This is an I, emotional I, pick for yeah, Sloak. That's no, it. I want the Bills so bad, but I'm not going to let the, Matt. He was guilted into it. The Bills will win 11 points on the road. They're going to win by 10. And then Brendan's going to be sad. I'm going to be so upset if that happens. Okay. Man, if they do it to me two weeks in a row. Uh, Vikings minus three at Commanders. Shout out Hank. Um, call in. Tell us what you think is going to happen. Just kidding. The phone is not hooked up in the studio. Uh, Vikings minus three. Kirk Cousins at one o'clock. Give me the Vikings. That's a win. Commander stink. Yeah, that's a that's a win for the Spartan dog Kirk. If he dies, he dies. Quote from him. Um, yeah, give me the Vikings. <laughs> Did you see his rushing touchdown? Are you talking about the from Rocky? No, Kirk. He, he, he was yeah, talking he had 18 about eighteen miles an hour. Was he talking no, he about did. from Rocky? Did, yeah. No, he was talking about uh, when they they asked him about COVID, and he was like, "Yeah, if I die, I, I remember die. that." Oh, I thought he was talking about Drago. If he dies, he dies. No, so, Kirk. The Apollo Kirk, Creed. Kirk just said it. I All mean, right. Psychopath. Yeah. Now, I, did anybody see his father. rushing touchdown last week? He looked like Bone. I Hicks. did see that, oh my God, dude. <laughs> but he, I, I could not believe he could move like he didn't move was like it, that. Wasn't that like like fifteen plus yards? It was like an eighteen yard touchdown That's run. Wild. Eighteen yards, eighteen miles an hour. Top. That's <laughs> incredible. Get one o'clock That's, on a Sunday. It's only six five hours slower Hammer than K nine. That's kind of crazy. Skull, Liam. Uh, I want <laughs> six I, miles. Here, here, here comes the, the commanders, commanders pick. Yep, Heineke, baby. Heineke. Ooh. Interesting. Raiders two and a half Heineke at the Jags, like- Vegas and Jacksonville. 
Uh, I'm going to take the Jags here. I don't know. I'm not too impressed with Vegas. I'm just feeling the Jaguars. I don't know why you're looking at me. I think Liam should go. <laughs> okay. I'll take the Raiders. I don't know who All I want right. still. Matt, you know who you want? No, I don't know who I want. Both <laughs> yeah. these teams suck. Yeah, this is just they're such a dumb, they're, dumb they're game. Both, they're both garbage. They're going to uh, push, even though it's two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could tie. Give me the Jaguars. Home home cat in this situation, but the Raiders suck. Home oh, cat. <laughs> like home, it. Instead of home I'll dog. Raiders. Raiders. Like we'll Jaguars just, a cat, right? We'll just not how that works, yeah. but we'll the home it. under cat. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll split it. I'll split? Go, yeah, I'll I just started it. Home cat is a thing now, I guess. I'll start this one. Give me the Seahawks. Okay, slow it takes the Seahawks, who are... Uh, getting two points from the Cardinals on the road. Uh, he's never going to pick Kyler. Um, <laughs> I like Gunsling and Geno here, too. I'll, uh, I'll, he's treated me pretty well this season. Give me the Hawks. I'll never pick Kyler, and I'll never pick a, uh, against K. Well, you've got, okay, you've got, you're never going to pick Aaron Rodgers. You're never going to pick a J- against the Jets. You're never going to pick yeah, what's Kyler. what's going to happen when these teams play each other? No, I wanted to pick against the <laughs> Jets. Matt <laughs> taught me. Told me not to. Well, now you're locked in for life. Yeah. You have to pick the Jets forever now. I don't you, like because you flipped. Well, I also said in the beginning I'll never pick against the Bills, and I was just proven very Baited much and wrong. Yeah. The Bills. Uh, I'll make my pick. Um, uh, they wrote me off, and I didn't write back. Sorry, I'm writing you off, Gino. What is Cardinals. what what Gino for MVP? Car- Dumb did. Thing did you just quote? Uh, after, 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 the Bron- the after the Broncos game, he goes, "They wrote me off, but I didn't write back." Oh, that was Gino that, that said that. Gino. Yeah, that was that's kind of that's kind of hard. Unfortunately, <laughs> Kyler, Mer- I'm thinking the Cardinals. I'm sorry, Baby <laughs> Yoda. Um, yeah, I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. God. I um, hope Cliff Kingsbury gets fired though, even though he is the best coach, best in coach the in the NFL. Oh my goodness! Like with the takes today. The takes. Rams at Buccaneers. Tom Brady and his recently divorced wife Giselle are favored by three points against the Detroit Rams. Give me the Rams here. What is this line? Wow. I mean, I get the Bucks are at home, but still, and the Rams suck too. Both but like, suck. but this is this has Rams twenty seven fourteen written all over it. This is gonna be like a thirteen to ten final. Both M- these offenses. Matt, we'll let you go before Slowick. Let Slowick go. Okay, Liam. I, I pa- pass. <laughs> uh, I'll take the Bucks because I want to root for them so the Lions get a better pick. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, there's no, that's no, there's no that's analysis there. Right. Right. That's just right. them to win. Uh, uh, I was, I was just looking. I know Cooper Cup. They had, they came off the bye last week, but he was a little banged. Oh, up. Rams off the bye. Duh. Yeah, he was a little banged up he's the week playing. before. I'm just making sure he's healthy. He's good to go. I'm gonna take the Rams. He shouldn't even been in the game when he got hurt. That was really dumb by McVay. Uh, second best coach traveling, like I said, what game did I say that for? Traveling across the country is tough. Oh, for the uh, Chargers game. So, yeah, I'm going to, for the same reasons, I'm going to take the Bucks at home. All right, we're splitting Rams, Rams, Bucks, Bucks. Now over to the biggest line of the week, Titans at Chiefs, who are minus 12 and a half. That's a lot of points, but against, is it Malik Willis now? He's still the starter? Uh, I think Tannehill. Or did Tannehill get it back? Oh, look. Against whoever it is, Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, uh, I think that's not enough. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover the massive line of 12.5 points. Yeah, you know, I have some lovely uh, uh, friends and family uh, from KC. Shout out the Sherillo family. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Kadarius Tony game. Give me the Chiefs. About to go score two touchdowns today. The Chiefs, Matt, the Chiefs the are a win, but 12.5 on primetime, not going to happen. 
I guess. I team, what like, do you, I, primetime games have been horrible. I don't even like, but yeah, but they're teams. Close. Can, yeah, they're teams. Can't they're not close. Like, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're just close. Look hot at look garbage. at look at last Monday. Look at last Sunday. I'm look at every I don't Thursday even like game. The I hate Ryan Tannehill. I love Malik Willis, but I hate Ryan Tannehill. But it's, it's 12, a strong word. Twelve and it is a strong. Oh, I don't. Yeah, hate it is Ryan a strong. Tannehill, but <laughs> I'm, I'll take the shout out. I think Derrick Henry could keep it close. I think he could. Yeah. Because he's all Tennessee has. Monday night, Ravens minus two at the Saints. Uh, I get that they're on the road, but this should be a way bigger line. Give me the Ravens. They win this by like 10 for sure. Shout out to our Uber driver from Baltimore, uh, Jay Schmoney. Give me the Ravens. Schmoney. Two on the road on Monday night. When did the Saints play last? I'll go. While you go that up. I got I to do my I'm gonna research. I'm going to go the Saints. That defense is legit. I don't think – I think that Derek Carr didn't – uh, the la- last week, the Rams or the Rams, the Raiders didn't run a play on the Saints side of the field until the fourth quarter, like six minutes left in the game. That defense is really, 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 really good. Kamara's oh. back, been playing good. Um, give me the Saints. The, the Ravens played on Thursday night, so they had the longest you can have without having a bye to prepare. They're going to win and they're going to cover. Uh, is sleepy on the, on the Saints is, defense? Is I, J- I don't disagree, but having that much prep time and the Ravens are really talented. Rashad Bateman's out for the year too. They don't have any receivers. And Devin true. Duvernay. And who cares? They're gonna run the ball down their throat. Is uh, Jameis back yet, or what's going I, on? I, I, I think Dalton's just a starter. Yeah, Jameis is healthy. He's just, just which I think is a mistake. I think Andy Dalton's a well, he is a bum. Like they think, shout out the Hornets. They Frogs. think they think Andy Dalton's better than Jameis Winston. They well, do. He's starting in front of him, so they, they must. Do. They I must. thought he was hurt. That's why. He's... That, well, that's why they gave the job to Dalton. He hasn't done a very good job, but they just don't want. To give it back to Winston. Winston's still rapping in the tunnel before the game. He's put, oh, he's a good teammate. He's Winston, his team Winston is doing his thing, and he should be. That's starting. a W. Is he one? They, uh, they oh, isn't he on a one? Isn't his contract I have here though? No idea. Ooh, All I know is I want to pay him. Had Drew Brees retired a year earlier, Winston leads they the Saints the to a Super Bowl. Why would they sit him now if they think he's better? That division's wide open right now. Yeah, because yeah. it's hot garbage. Nathan, shout Nathan Stearns. That's the pick'em for this week. It's been a very close race. Slowick and I sit at 500 with 27 apiece. Matt Merrifield, two games above 500, 28 and 26. We'll see if Liam can have a better uh, guest appearance. You you're, you've, you need a good week. You've, you've had a bad week and a midweek. I need, make up for it because I'm one. dominating the SRZ college pick'em. Well, that's fair. He soon really enough. really is. Five soon enough. 5-0 and 9-1 oh and and in the last 10 games picked. Wow. Peter. Peter. That's also not well, as only, many. Also only, not as many picks, but only only losses. Uh, I had Illinois covering yesterday. Oh. Well, we'll see. Uh, soon enough, the NFL season is going to end, and we're going to get into some NBA, some college football, la di da di da pickums. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's everybody's favorite in or out on the Green and White Report. Let's get. Out of here, we're coming to the top of the 1 o'clock hour, which means it's time for us to get off the air and head to the Cider Mill, Cider and Donuts, on Sunday, and then go home and watch some NFL football. Get ready for the rest of the week. We hope you've enjoyed your Sunday with us. We thank you for spending it with us. We've got a little bit more to get to. Before we get to in and out um, something we haven't talked about in the show and in the past couple weeks is baseball, the series, the World Series, that is. Ended yesterday thanks to the Houston Astros. Oh my God! What is going? I wish we had the cameras I, in I here. I forgot the that Bears so, was an Astros so, fan. So all the all the folks at home could see the hooligan, mm-hmm. the just absolute idiot we have over here, donning a Jose Altuve Astros jersey right now. Uh, the Astros win the World Series in six games um, in Houston. Yay for them! 
La-di-da-di-da. Who che- cares? They cheat this time? I don't think the, so. The Astros have never won a World Series without cheating. They didn't cheat the first the time. The Astros well, have did, never won a World Series cheats. without cheating. I'll say it again. The Astros have never won a World Series without cheating. That's not true. Um, so who's to say that they didn't cheat on this one? Uh, they went in in six games. That's a real bummer for Philly. They were all excited. That was a way better stadium, way more deserving city of a championship uh, than um, Philly Houston. Sucks. Might be, Philly sucks. It might be, Houston sucks. It might be good that they didn't win, though, because every time the, the Eagles... Yeah. No, every time the Phillies have won uh, the World Series, there has been and a, like... I don't want to say a depression, but there has been an economical crisis after, well, like the year following. Looking at silver linings, that's a good thing. Yeah, um, I am out on the Astros winning the World Series, but let's get to our actual in or out. Uh, this was a little uh, funny story that happened uh, with someone that I know over the weekend. Uh, they were spending a night uh, in a hotel with one of their friends, one of their coworkers, um, who was snoring like a jet engine at 6 in the morning. Um, and so I'm wondering in this situation um, where y- you have to spend uh, a night in a room with someone and they snore too much, do you plug their nose? Do you turn them o- Like a lot of people that snore sleep on their back and like if you just turn them over, they'll be fine. So are you in or out on stopping the person, possibly waking them up from snoring? Because snoring is gross, dude. And like just when people sleep, they're gross. Nobody's pretty when they sleep. They're Were nasty. Were you the one that did this? Is this no, is this, no, this is not me. Snor- I promise this is not this is not a firsthand story. This is secondhand. For, um, for all I know, this story could be about me. It's no, I it's snore. not. It's not about anybody. We in shared a room in Detroit. Uh, every time we travel, I we I share a room with Liam, but I snore so loud. Really? Um, I didn't I didn't notice snoring on our on our retreat. That's just a lie because the first night you go, do you know you snore? Did <laughs> I say that? <laughs> yeah. okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm I did. My but, tonsils definitely should have been removed at some point. Oh, They're yeah, I still so have mine. large that they like rub together. So th- doesn't matter. I can be sleeping on my stomach with my face in the pillow. I still snore. Um. <laughs> I shared a room with my older brother growing up and have had shoes, pillows uh, thrown at me. I've been punched for it. Okay, so, see, I'm not, I'm so not about I don't, it. I, I, I don't remember any of it, I'll so be, I don't care. I'll if be it gets, civil. If it, right. you, if it gets you to go to sleep, do whatever you want to right. me. Just don't, like, I'll be civil. I'm not going to hurt anybody, but I am in on doing whatever you have to do to get that person to stop. What I, do you got to plug their nose, throw a pillow on top of them? I, I have shoved sure. people, like, shaking, turn them on their side. Shaking this. the bed. If you hit I got to get to sleep, man. If, if you hit the bed hard enough, most of the time, like, your just body like, goes, just, like, kick it? And then, yeah, or, yeah, kick it. Throw a hip into Jump it. Jump on it. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Most of Cross the time, check them. Most of right the time, in the throat. Most of the time, they'll be like, <gasps> and then they stop snoring because oh, okay. they get the air that they're trying Matt, to get. Matt, Liam, yeah. I, just put some AirPods in or something, or put. You can't sleep with AirPods in. I, okay. Are you crazy? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not messing with someone else while they're sleeping unless they're like. It sounds like they're in pain, and that help them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this. I saw a video. That's kind of what this sounded like. Uh, I'm out on on messing with someone while they're sleeping because I wouldn't want someone to do that to me. Yeah, I've care. been told I am a like the opposite of a snore. I you think I'm dead when I'm you sleeping. Like, <laughs> I, I, you don't told, even breathe. I've been told that like people think I'm dead when I'm asleep. But <laughs> anyways, um I don't I don't know. I've never my roommate this year, my roommate last year weren't snorers and I'm in a dorm, so I haven't had to deal with it. But I don't get as passionate about snoring. 
Or, or yeah. angry about story, it's an issue but. that I have. I mean, I'm not. It's just a story to tell. My apologies. Uh, moving on, we're past Halloween. First weekend after Halloween, November sixth here in East Lansing. Uh, should be November sixth for all of you listening too. Uh, if it's not, go get that checked out. Um, but uh, so Halloween is over. We're on to the next holiday, which I will remind everyone is in this month. It's Thanksgiving. So are we in or out? On Christmas music at this I, time of year, I'm always out on Christmas I'm music. Now. December first is Christmas Christ, music Christ, time. Christmas music is. I'll give you Black Friday for those very passionate people. But in my opinion, Thanksgiving is better than Christmas. I agree. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. I don't so. know. My birthday is right before Christmas, so like December hits and it's just like a month Thanks, of joy for me. Thanks, you know, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. Not because like I love turkey or stuffing or anything. My great grandpa, shout out. Shout out Big Earn, uh, turning Big Earn. Not, turning ninety or eighty nine in January. Wow. His favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, and seeing the joy on that man's face when he gets food is phenomenal. Uh, I am out on Christmas music before Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving is Christmas season, but. Are we, are we going to be listening just, in Portland? We, I think we're going to have to if we go anywhere in public. Oh, you'll probably get to see my great-grandpa because I will be FaceTiming him from nice, Portland on, nice. yeah, <laughs> on Thanksgiving just to see that man smile. Good. Um, but, yeah, out on Christmas music before Thanksgiving. I'll tolerate Christmas music for like two hours out of the 365 days of the year, and that's it. Liam's the Grinch. Uh, yeah. Daylight savings happened, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Everybody got an extra hour of sleep. Whether you know it or not, you did. Um, but this is this is the caveat. So obviously everybody likes an extra hour of sleep. But there's a second daylight savings or a first, whichever you want to look at it, forward. where you lose Ugh. an hour in the spring in general. Overall, combining them both, lose an hour, gain an hour, it sets even. Are you in or out on daylight savings time? I got to go with in. I think the gaining an hour feels better than how bad it feels to lose the hour. I'm, if you get to bed early enough, like you're fine. If you just prepare. Now, if you're like me, where you're, it's like two in the morning last night, and you're like, oh, we gained an hour. That's not going to work well, when you lose an hour well, in that situation. But if if you're just prepared and go to bed early, like you know what's coming up, then you'll be fine. I don't know. Last I'm night, in on daylight savings. Last night I was up when it happened, so I didn't really feel it. Same. So I, I'm at that point. Who cares? I went to bed late last night. Yeah, dude, we, I couldn't sleep. Liam and I got to uh, Charlotte, Michigan at 158, and got to East Lansing at 135. Um, I, I'm out just because I hate when it gets dark at like five o'clock. That does really stink. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm indifferent. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to end this the show on something oh, that boring. Come but, on. Uh, I guess. I guess I'll say I'm in because, like you said, I can get. I can go to. If I know it's coming, I'll go to bed an hour earlier, so that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, and then the it's usually just, just like a nice surprise in the fall. So yeah, that's I the guess issue. I'm just being being a responsible adult. But we hope you all enjoyed your extra hour. We hope you enjoyed your two hours with us. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Green and White Report for Matt Merrifield, Liam Jackson, Zach Slowick. I am Brendan Shabbat. Have a wonderful rest. Of of your Sunday. This has been the Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing.